Okay, hello and welcome back to a, another rendition, another attempt at uh, restarting the Trademark Sports Podcast. Uh, so basically what we're going to be doing once a week, hopefully try and make it more than like six rounds into the season this time, but we're a month away from the NRL season kicking off, which is actually just ridiculous. It gets me very, very excited, but we're just going to talk about, I think, just some like news that's happening around the NRL, highlight over a couple of different things every single week and give my opinion and like what I think. Uh, is going on there, but look, if there's things that you guys want me to talk about or anything, any topics, any segments and stuff towards podcast building into it, let me know. Uh, obviously, you're going to try and hit a bit of a different angle than like the other podcasts out there because there's so many good ones uh, getting around in the rugby league spaces at the moment. But yeah, look, this is just basically an extended version of like what I do anyway. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's honestly get straight into it. Today, we're going to talk about um, some exciting news for Knights fans, Queensland fans with Kalen Ponga. Um, talk about Wayne Bennett coaching New Zealand and some other things that have gone on there. Greg Inglis uh, with the Tigers. And then also some news with the Cowboys uh, co-captaincy and uh, what's going on there and uh, what the direction looks like for the Cowboys moving forward. So if you like this um, and you're happy for the podcast to be returning, like the video, give it five stars on Spotify and all that sort of thing. Really, really helps as well. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, if you can download it, that's what else like really, really helps us uh, boost this platform and um, helps us continue for the future. So let's get straight into Kalen Ponga. Um, I think he's on for a massive 2024. Now, obviously, he had a huge 2023. Ended up taking out the Dally M with the last 10 weeks of just pure brilliance. Some of the best individual football we have ever seen. But I actually think he might be getting better in 2024. And that comes off the back of the comments he made the other day with him um, withdrawing from the All-Star game. So he said, special game for both cultures and I've been lucky enough to be a part of it for three series now. But I want to focus on the Knights and get myself right for the season. Uh, he also later said that I do not want to put myself forward for Queensland this year. Hopefully we could have another good season here and I can play Origin and go a few steps further. Now that is a man that is on an absolute mission and... Okay, I think, like, I might talk about this a little bit later, but I think the All-Star concept in its um, current form is probably dead, to be honest, because, like, none of the big players want to play it anymore just because, like, the risk of injury is too high. Um, and, like, that's what Kalapong is saying. He wants to get back to origin football, and, like, that's huge because um, he's got to get over Reese Walsh, who's one of the most informed players in the competition. But for the Knights as well, like if you're a Knights fan, that has to excite you and make you feel so good about this upcoming season in that your best player, the player that your team's like based around, is fully dedicated to doing something really special with the Knights. I think the thing I see with the Knights as well is they've all bought in. Every single player seems to be on the same page with what they want to do, um, which... It's scary for the rest of the competition because you get a firing Brabham best on one edge, Dane Gago with all his experience on the other edge. Like, yes, Dom Young was really, really good last season, but he's not irreplaceable, if you know what I mean. Like, you can put another fast like winger on that edge, and you're getting nearly the same production. Like, he's not like he's ridiculous at his own end. You got Greg Marju for like for that, so you don't lose too much there. But I think Kalen Ponga, um, for me, he like if he can win the night to comp. Now, I'm not saying he can. And I'm not saying he will this year. Well, like, I'm, not, I'm also not saying he can't. But I think if he can win a comp at the Knights, that will put him down as potentially one of the best players we've seen. Like, it's probably a bit hyperbolic, but I think when you look at like around the league, the best player, in my opinion, anyway, is Nathan Cleary. Won a few comps now. Like, this whoever is the team to knock off Penrith, like I still think they're going to win this season. But whoever's the team to knock off Penrith. That's got to go down as one of the best competition wins of all time because Panthers 
could honestly like they're definitely the best team we've ever seen in the salary cap era um but yeah like yeah Kalen Ponga um he's hot he's blonde he's looking fit and ready so all the Knights boys like I mean everyone is saying that they're training hard and everything in preseason you'd be silly not to if you came out and was like oh yeah you know preseason's going okay it'd be very very concerning so uh, I think Kalen Ponga um I don't have him as a favorite for the Dallium this year I think like honestly I could talk about that in um some more con- other content but yeah he's definitely still a shout because when Pong is playing well the Knights are playing well and they win games and usually it's large part to Ponga and he'll get the six points more often than not when the Knights win so move on from the Kalen Ponga chat now over to um some some stuff about Wayne Bennett so Wayne Bennett has uh, applied for the job as New Zealand coach um and I think for me, this sort of shows me where his direction is going after the Dolphins. So, obviously, we wouldn't be coaching them until the end of the year anyway, which is after his Dolphin contract finishes. But I sort of thought he might go into a bit of an advisory role for the Dolphins, which he still might. Um, but I think, like, yeah, look, his passion anywhere his heart lies is in coaching. And, like, when you're coaching, like, the Warriors, not so the Warriors, New Zealand, the Kiwis, rather. That's my bad. Um, when, he, when you're coaching the Kiwis, like, he just gets to sit back and watch footy all year and just pick all the like have a look at who's the informed New Zealand players and stuff who's playing well that sort of thing and then get the boys together for a few weeks have a couple piss ups have a bit of fun with the boys and then go out and win some footy games like it's honestly sounds like the perfect gig for an NRL coach and for Wayne Bennett but given his age and given what he's done in the game he just wants to slow down a little bit like he's basically working for a month a year and just getting to watch footy that sounds like the perfect gig let's be real um, but yeah so some weird stuff happened here because Peter Volandi's made some comments about Wayne Bennett coaching New Zealand and he said, I don't know why Wayne wants to get on a loser, he said jokingly. And this is the thing as well, right? So I think the media has blown up this whole thing. Like I feel like Volandi's, I haven't actually seen um, the interview like or like the radio thing that he's on myself, so I can't really talk about it too, too much. But I think he was just taking the piss and it's just been taken so far out of context. Um, but yeah, he also said, he's normally a winning coach. Why would he want to go and coach? Uh, coach against Australia is beyond me and look New Zealand did win the Pacific Championship last season so can you really say that he wants to like he usually winning coach anyway I think pretty sure he was also the coach when they won the World Cup could be wrong but he's been New Zealand coach before um, but yeah New Zealand had like there it was a brilliant clap back on their Instagram they posted the trophy celebration from the Pacific Championship with the caption tell Peter Valenis we do an eat swa um, which yeah that's a bit that's a good laugh um, and all in good uh, good spirits but yeah I do think Wayne Bennett that like, he's a very very good man manager uh, so who get the best out of players that are playing for New Zealand Look, I'm not sure where the international game in rugby league is going but I think the better coaches the better players that sort of th- like just a better product is always a good thing and it it draws eyes to New Zealand as well and to like if they play against like a lower country like I don't know your Fiji's and Papua New Guinea's and that sort of thing just to see how Wayne Bennett New Zealand team goes yeah moving forward I do see Wayne Bennett just going to more of a chill role like this um, and like look there's obviously going to be stresses and everything in itself like I think it's a bit different though to coaching that like, state of origin like we see Michael Maguire go from coaching New Zealand to New South Wales I think that's a, a lot higher workload a lot more goes into it a lot more involvement but at the same time Wayne Bennett might end up doing some like a lot of pathway stuff for New Zealand Rugby League um, because obviously like there's so much talent over in New Zealand you see how good the All Blacks are and how good their talent is and how deep their talent is through the Super Rugby so I feel like he might be working towards getting 
those systems in place for rugby league and trying to get some of that talent over to the 13 man game but yeah i think like it's a win-win for new zealand win like yeah win-win for all parties i think it's just great for rugby league and i yeah as I said, I just think that Wayne Bennett will be going into more of this relaxed role than, like, he still probably will be in an advisory role at the Dolphins under Christian Wolf. but that's just my thoughts on Wayne Bennett going to coach New Zealand. Now, the next thing that has been a bit of big news recently, a couple of clips going viral of Greg Inglis working with the uh, West Tigers. Now, there's a bit of stuff going on about the West Tigers. Again, like there always is because the media just like to beat them up. They get clicks, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, Wayne, um, sorry, Still talking about Wayne Bennett, still on my mind. Greg Inglis uh, has been pictured walking into uh, West Tigers training. Um, and from what I see, he's working with Jareem Buller in a mentorship role about everything off the field and stuff, like an Indigenous man talking to an Indigenous youngster, helping him in terms of just life around football and life in general. Like, it's hard for a 21 year old kid, especially like he's basically become an NRL player and a like, famous bloke overnight. So I think Greg Inglis being there, one of the best players, one of the biggest players of his generation, uh, will be very, very good for him. And look, the Tigers, I think it was Shane Richardson, who's their new CEO, come out and said something along the lines of, like, he's not there to coach him as a fullback, he's there to mentor him. But wouldn't you just be... I'd, if I was the Tigers, I'd be like, hey, GI, you want to come just train with him and help him positionally defensively just help him become the best player he can be um and i think like they'd be stupid not to do that like why wouldn't you um but yeah look i think all these people like uh this media beat up about like oh they must be paying him and what's but greg inglis and dream buller used to, like i think they played in the Korean knockout together or something or they played in some like tournament together uh so they've known each other for years i'm pretty sure Dream um, Buller's old man is from the same area that Greg Inglis is from, so there's connection there before all this sort of stuff. Anyway, um, just a bit of bit of media beat up, and yeah, there's something else. Like the other day, uh, there was like just this poor old Shane Richardson just got absolutely pumped the other day in an interview because um, his son is a player agent, I believe, um, and Shane Rich like oh the Tigers um, signed Solomona Vatapa, like yeah okay. He's got a he's got a hard name for a little white boy like me to pronounce, but he's yeah Solomona. He played up for like Brisbane Tigers or something in Queensland Cup. His highlight package is absolutely nuts. He looks ridiculous, and people are saying that he only signed for the Tigers because Shane Richardson's the CEO and his son's his manager and all this and that. But Shane Richardson also said his mixtape got sent to um, the Tigers like five months ago, and no one's seen it. Like Benji hadn't seen it and all this sort of stuff, and said that we need to get this bloke immediately. Also. Uh, people like some there was something about like he got pulled out of like uh, Brisbane Broncos training trial which was like for 16 weeks in their preseason for a development contract at the Tigers if you're this player's manager and you're the player and you're given like a four month training trial or a 52 week guaranteed contract for a whole season uh, as a development player for the Tigers even if you play in New South Wales Cup or whatever I think I know what I'm taking like the job security is way better that sort of thing and with the changes to the rules around development contracts where they can play, like people on development contracts can play from round one, why would you not take that gamble? Uh, obviously, the Tigers are being more of a struggling side. There's more of an, a way into that side, especially now that David Nofaluma has gone. So there's a, there's positions available in the outside backs there. Like, I think he honestly may be uh, a starter in round one for the Tigers. This bloke looks unbelievable. I'm going to just 
try and find his name properly because yeah like i'm doing him a disservice here but yeah like if you haven't seen his highlights go check this bloke out he is phenomenal and a great pickup for the tigers and i just think tigers are just getting put through the ringer again because they've been let's be real the worst club historically in the nrl era so for those playing along at home um i believe his name is solomona for Ta'ape. um that's probably mispronounced incredibly if you know this guy or you know how to say his name please correct me um, but it's either Far Taape or Far Tapi. Uh, yeah, look. Again, I'm not sure, but yeah, go on to YouTube. There's a video here from NRL Rookie Watch, and just he's he's a, he's a freak. I don't know how he hasn't played NRL yet. So yeah, that's one to watch for the Tigers for sure. Uh, we'll move on now. We're talking about the new Cowboys co-captain. So I saw this the other day, and I saw that they made Tommy Deaton and Ruben Cotter captains. I didn't really think, honestly, too much of it. I thought, okay, like you've got a couple of blokes who are around like 24, 25 as the captains moving forward. Actually, I think Tommy Deaton is still like 22, which is stupid. But uh, yeah, so you've got those guys that they're going to be around the club for a long, long time. Tommy Deaton just re-signed. Like they know the Cowboys' way is ingrained in them, that sort of thing. Like it's good for the culture. And I saw Brent Reid sort of talking about Jason Tomlado's future a little bit here and there. And I thought, like, come off it a bit. Like, you're just trying to make a story out of nothing here. And then I I saw a Todd Payton interview and went, ah, okay, right. I see what he means. And, um, like, the reasoning is it's very interesting. So this is a direct quote from Todd Payton. Looking at our group, a few guys right at the... Uh, a few guys right at the back end of the career and over the course of the next 12 months or next two seasons, they won't be here for a number of reasons and we needed to make a shift in that regard so that we had enough time to give support uh, that Tommy and Rubes need to develop into the best captain they could be when all that experience is gone. So you listen to that and it sounds like Tom Alolo and Chad Townsend are out the door. Basically, they're looking to move them on and uh, get rid of them, clear up some ca- like salary cap space, which Tom Alolo's been on $1 million a year for a long time and Let's be honest, when he first signed that, absolutely worth it. As he's gone on, probably now he's not worth that like seven-figure contract. Uh, I think maybe to a club like the Bulldogs, that sort of thing, which Brent Reid did mention that he um, would be a good fit for. Like, he's probably a million-dollar player for those mid, like the lower struggling clubs in the competition. But, yeah, so Chad Townsend's 33. Sort of makes sense. He's coming to the twilight of his career a bit. He's fallen out of form. Um... And honestly, falling out of favor with Cowboys fans. I was talking about like my predicted teams and stuff for the Cowboys and I had Chad Townsend in seven, obviously. Um, and so many Cowboys fans are ripping into me on, nah, it's got to be Jake Clifford. It's got to be, uh, I believe, um, there's a, a Zach Laybutt. And I think there's another Laybutt there as well who plays six. Or maybe this is Zach Laybutt. Um, and then moving Tommy Deaton into the seven. Like There was just all these different ways to get Chad, Chad Townsend out of that team. I thought, geez, that's really, really harsh. But, but I also didn't realize that the bloke's 33. So... He is going to be moving on soon um, in his NRL career. And if you're the Cowboys, you want to be well set up for the future. So I can understand why you'd want to be bringing in someone else into that space. But Tom Alolo's 30. So he's still got a couple of years of good football left in him. If he can get brought out of him. I don't know if Todd Payton and Jason Tom Alolo necessarily see eye to eye. Because what Tom Alolo was, had heaps of reduced minutes when Payton first got there. He was coming off the bench, all this sort of stuff. Yes, there was a few injuries here and there. But it just seems like... Uh, when they get brought together, that relationship isn't flourishing the way that it has under other coaches. So I wonder whether a move away might be the best thing for both parties, uh, just because, like as we said before, there's a lot of that salary cap being chewed up there. And you just want to see the best football from the Cowboys and also from Jason Tomalolo. So if a relationship has to end for the best um, for both parties to happen, then look, so be it. So 
yeah, let me know what you think about Jason Tomalolo being at the Cowboys. Whether you think that um, he should be like, look, you'd love to see him be a one club player. Do you think that's possible for Jason Tomalolo, or do you think he probably should move on and free up that spot for someone else coming through? Because the Cowboys do have a lot of good young juniors coming through. Um, but yeah, last thing we're going to talk about today is Cameron Smith has stood down as Queensland assistant coach. As a Blues fan, this is phenomenal news. Also, just means they're going to bring some other coach in who's just going to come through and absolutely blitz it. Um, but yeah, look, it was announced ages ago that Cameron Smith was coaching like Corumbin Eagles under 15s, like Division Two side, and I actually think that might be the reason why he's not coaching uh, the Origin because it says. Um, in an article from Channel 9's, like, this year I've decided to go coach at grassroots level at Corumban Eagles. I feel it's really important to get back to grassroots level because that's where our next generation of players come from, which is so interesting because, like, surely you can do a bit of both. Like, you've got assistant coaches, people helping you around, um, like, the Corumban Eagles. I'm sure someone else's dad can come in and step in for three weeks while Cameron Smith's away at Origin Camp. But I get it, and I, I really like it. I think it's a very selfless thing for Cameron Smith to do. I think Billy Slater will still absolutely be fine as Queensland coach uh, it's just going to be one more thing that they say oh backs against the wall like I don't know this stupid Queensland spirit stuff really 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 annoys me sometimes um, but yeah if you made it this far to the video um, and you want to cop some absolutely fire hats for the 2024 NRL season to support your team make sure you go have a look at the League Lids website. They've got some really, really nice hats over there um, for every single team now in the January drop. If you use my code TRADEMARK, you get 10% off your hat as well. well. If you use that code, you're helping me out. And also, like, be patient. They're a New Zealand-based company, so if you are Australian, it does take a little bit like, of time for shipping. Don't expect it to be at your door in three days. But, yeah, like, they are so worth it. Um, I've got a Knight's hat uh, as well, and I've got a Dragon's hat on the way. So, yeah, they're really, really high quality. Couldn't recommend them like highly enough. But that brings us to the end of the first edition of the um, 2024 season of the Trademark Sports Podcast. Uh, just a short one today, just to get back into the the rhythm and swing of it. Um, if there's anything, so like, just going to be basically like a, a news podcast at the moment. Um, as we get into the season, there'll be some more tips and that sort of thing arise. But yeah, if there's any segments that uh, you'd like me to see me do, um, any any topics you'd like me to discuss, make sure you reach out to me like on Instagram, in the comments, um, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, but it's great to have you around and be, it's good to be back in the podcasting game. Let's try and be consistent this season. Uh, look, there's a few things coming up that uh, might interfere with that just a little bit, but look, I, I plan to have a, a, a podcast out for every single round going into this season. We've got a month left to go, so we're going to be getting back into the habit of it, into the swing of it before the season starts and then uh, we should be flying it off to the races. So thanks for watching, guys. Remember to, uh, Scotty, drink your water.